you're listening to LMBG Radio Podcast, Let Me Break Down with Grace and Sam. Sorry. Uh, okay. It's a Friday. He's getting Liddy. What the hell is Liddy? What? What is Liddy? Liddy. Lit. Oh, getting lit. Oh, wow. Litty as a you know titty. Taking on this new role as a grandma, and I'm enjoying it. So, <laughs> what is no this cap, language bro. you speak of? <laughs> I've been watching TikTok, so really getting the hang of the lingo. <laughs> All right. So, ready? The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Did you know? Yeah. Well, that is actually a Walt Disney quote, which I love. But in this case, we need to talk. (laughs) We We need to have a serious talk. We haven't talked in a very long time. And we need to get starting. Not that I'm counting. I mean, we haven't recorded, but we've definitely talked (laughs) in the five months. We haven't talked on video in five months. Has it been five months? Yeah, it was March 2021. We've been busy. Where's the year going? I don't know, right? I guess we better get our Christmas decorations out or something because it's going to happen real quick. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas music commence. I was watching Hocus Pocus the other day and I was really feeling Feeling spooky. Um, I was feeling fall even though i'm in florida and it's 109 (laughs) degrees outside there's nothing fall about it besides me fainting from the heat stroke (laughs) a bit of a heat wave going on it'll probably still be here in october who knows okay there's an elephant in the room though and we need to talk about the elephant in the room because it has been five months why has it been five months well where do we start it's been five months because um I had no job, so it's broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I had a job, and then I lost that one due to a layoff. Um, and now I have one again. And you and I were also attending a ton of weddings. But then mm. we utilized that time to start new beginnings, move, jobs, friendships, um, and find ourselves in adventures. You got to go on some vacations this summer? Yeah, definitely. I I think, I mean, not just the vacations. The vacations were more just kind of already planned and continue to happen. But um, fun employment, as we both like to call it, I feel like was good for both of us just to kind of take a step back and reflect on what we actually wanted and what we were looking for and just kind of putting our heads down and figuring out what was needed in our lives and new beginnings. Um, You found your rainbow job and you're in a really good, at a really great company with really good leadership and a place where you can grow. And I think you're exactly where you need to be. And I'm really excited for you. Corporate structure. (laughs) Corporate baby. I'm actually really excited. It's normally the opposite where they're like, get me out of corporate. And I was like, send me to corporate. (laughs) I need structure rules, people. Yes. Give me a cubicle and the, the, um, my cubicle is cute. Back off. <laughs> you have a very cute cubicle. You made it great. Thanks. It just needed some decor and a little touch of Sam and it's good to go. We'll be sure to post that on Instagram and 
our social and our websites to be like, this is Sam's new cubicle. And yes, there's the rainbow. We have a fun story about that as well. (laughs) So Sam goes, oh, um, well, I guess the first part of it you should probably share because it's a little more personal. I don't feel like I can share that. Oh, so the... I guess I the terminology rainbow baby comes from when you've lost a baby and your next baby um, is alive, well, healthy and everything. And this is your rainbow baby. Um, I use that quote or to describe. Yeah. To describe my job, <laughs> lost a job and then lost another one, as I said before. And now this is my rainbow job <laughs> where I finally I'm I'm in it and I'm excited for like the new adventures and it's kind of like starting new a rainbow is to start now but the fun part about that is i was putting rainbows all over my <laughs> cubicle and there were a ton of pictures of me and grace so <laughs> and then i kept talking about just how her and her married. husband mind you <laughs> so she's just more she's not expressing her pride while that is perfectly I fine <laughs> um she's just giving people the wrong impression and they don't know her yet yeah. so <laughs> We are, you know, we're great friends. I, I love you, Sam, just not in that way. Yes. So it's my rainbow job um, and my my love affairs are posted all over. So it's beautiful. But, I'm honored. I would just like to say. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. You you made it to the board. <laughs> Anna frame. Um, Anna frame. Wow. Big Anna step. frame. But yeah, it was, it was funny when it, we brought it up. But basically... This episode is episode six, and we are discussing new beginnings, what that looks like, how it feels, that it's scary to start over. Yeah. I think this is my 12th time starting over. This is my born again, <laughs> as we are titling it. We're born my, again a couple times born in again a, couple a couple of different times. ways, but it's, it is okay. Yeah. Just you gotta, you gotta take a couple tries to get it right sometimes. So I saw, I saw a quote somewhere. I don't know if someone said it or how it was worded properly, so I might mess this up, but I definitely will look back and try to find the right one. But um, when you have a new beginning, it also means that your other beginning is finally ending. And I love that because you will start a new adventure, start a new chapter, start a new book, start a new job, start a new life cycle, and, and there's always endings. There's tons of endings. And everyone goes into this concept where you start something and then it has to be lifelong. And it really doesn't. So I like new beginnings. I like trying new things. So this is exciting. Um, for you learn a lot. <clears throat> Sorry, you learn a lot about yourself too. Just, I mean, I know this year for me was all sorts of new beginnings. I had to, I moved across the country to a new state. So I had to get a new car and then that meant new roommates and that meant, you know, living in a house and living in a new place. And, you know, my relationship status had changed and I also switched jobs. And so acclimating- We do extreme. <laughs> we don't take one step at a time. We're like, you know what? I'm just going to- Baby steps or Throw not. myself out and restart. <laughs> There's like a big shark tank and it's nice and red. Let me just dive in. Looks fun. <laughs> it wasn't one new beginning. There's like thousands just in one increment of time. So we dove in real fast. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like just 
just wash yourself all over with it. Just embrace it. It it is hard though to to come into the new changes and the new things because you're still holding on to the old sometimes, which is it's hard to let go of old, you know, maybe things from your last job that need to be let go of or old relationships or, you know, even old hobbies or things that you used to do, you know, old routines. And it's like, okay, this is no longer serving me anymore. And I can tell that I'm not as happy because of it. So I need to find ways to make myself, you know, either adjust my situation or adjust my attitude. And when, you know, you can only adjust your attitude so far before it might be just either the people you're around, the job that you're not happy with. It's maybe not something that you're passionate about. Maybe it's um, a relationship that's bringing you down. Recording in progress. Sorry. Well, I'm Is recording. It from the beginning? No, I'm recording this on Zoom. I wanted to just have a double recording. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was like, are you <laughs> shitting me? <laughs> sorry, guys. Son of a gun. But yes, new, new everything. It's, um, I think, okay, so my first question, and I think that we can just like jump into what it is, is how long do you think that you had an internal battle with deciding when to make that, take that leap of faith, make that jump, try a new beginning? Like, obviously we think about things like that and, and new is scary and it's- Oh, yeah. It's, I'm not going to say like, yes, I love new things, but obviously new is very scary because you're, you're going into the unknown. I'm going to throw tons of Disney today, but, <laughs> into but the unknown. <laughs> so where, how long did you think about making these changes for yourself? Um, and what do you think was your like snapping moment that was like, it's now or never? I think, I think these changes are brewing in us before we even recognize them because it's just, it's kind of like a pain tolerance, right? So you, you know, I don't know, maybe you stub your toe, you don't even really think about it because it doesn't hurt or you hit your hand on the wall and it doesn't really hurt. So you just continue about life, but then like a stress fracture, if you continue doing it over time, the, the pain of not fixing it becomes so severe that you have no other choice but to fix it. So in these things, whether it's um, a job or a relationship or a city that you're living in, wh whatever it is, maybe it's a combination. Um, when those things no longer fit you or serve you in a positive way, it becomes so painful and so wearing on you that you you have no other choice but to change because that feels so much better and you can see what's on the other side of of that change. Do so you, it's going to hurt to move and, you know, pack up and do all this stuff yeah. um, and sever ties with, you know, a job and things like that. But once you do, you're so much happier and that's the part that's worth it. Do you think though, like, I, I mean, I know for me, my new beginnings have always started from something traumatic. So that phrase where you've hit rock bottom and now you can only go back up kind of deal. Um, oh yeah. But there are positive new beginnings, like, you know, getting married, having a baby, like things like that. Um, but do you think, and those are just as scary for, for sure. Oh yeah. Positive change is scary. No matter, I mean, it is scary to start a new job, even if it's your dream job, you, yeah. people get imposter syndrome or they get in their head so easily about their coworkers or, you know, what they're supposed to be doing. And maybe it's a slow start and maybe they have a lot to learn and it's a big learning curve. It's always scary, even if it's a positive change. But I think the part that 
is people maybe misconstrue is when you're being brave, it's not that you're not scared of anything. It's just that you're scared, but you do it anyways. So maybe you're scared to get a new job, but you do it anyways and you continue on. That's, that's what's being brave means. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm for it. I love it. I like, you know, new, I, who doesn't like something that's shiny and new? <laughs> right? It's, it's You're like just ready for a new change. I mean, toys, new change. Um, and I feel like for us, one of the biggest things, sorry, you hear all the pause in the background. Um, one of the biggest things that I think was so exciting for this new beginnings that we've had was that we also found new parts of ourselves that we truly either never really thought about, dove into, um, and kind of brought that into light on top of everything else that you're going through. Um, and that was, I think, the biggest thing for me. My biggest challenge is that I've always felt the need to appease everybody and be there for everybody at, at, at any point in time. And at the end, I lost myself. I lost yeah. who, I lost who I was. I lost the fact of putting myself first um, because, you know, when you're – a pleaser like me, and there's nothing wrong with it because I, I enjoy pleasing people. Um, you, I lose the opportunity to also please myself. So, putting being put in that position and really like locking myself down. We yeah. didn't we didn't really have a COVID. Us, we were busy. No, we were out and about. We were busy. And- we were in Florida, so that was kind of like my own personal lockdown and my own personal pandemic that I really truly found things that were valued to me, important to me, um, that I was like, okay, I'm going to start this new journey, but I'm also going to keep these new qualities that I've established and keep it going too. Yeah. And you and I are definitely both, um, we're very similar in that we're both our people pleasers and we like to help and we like to, you know, make people feel comfortable and all these things, which are not bad qualities to have. But when you start sacrificing things for yourself, that's when it becomes a problem. And I I had read the, I, I nursed the book, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. And it was great because she does talk about people pleasing. And she was like, you're actually manipulating the situation to make people think you are a certain way because you're manipulating them oh yeah and how they feel to make them feel happy so she's like it's technically i don't know it's it doesn't while it's good to make people feel comfortable in an environment it's not good to please them to the point where you're losing yourself and i know before i made all these changes this year i that was something that kind of made me hit rock bottom was that I was not feeling like myself. I felt like the shell of myself. And I'm normally a pretty extroverted person in that I get my energy from being around people. And I kind of had lost that. And, you know, like you were saying, within the new beginnings and the new journey, we both found new parts of ourselves that we've liked and, you know, worked on ourselves and just kind of put our head down. But I also have noticed there were certain things that I really wanted to to get back to, like going back to these roots of for example, this and talking to you and our podcast and going back to like a food Instagram that I did for fun that was for me, not for, you know, because it was for everybody else, but just doing things that felt more like home to you and feel, give you, you know, the satisfaction. Filling up that cup. It's filling up that cup that you need. And when you are dry and empty, you start to become thirsty for those things. And and you will 
when you're so far down, you will look at every other situation that you're in to just try to fill that cup up, like, even a little bit. But I think for us, when we really took the time and was like, all right, that's it. I think bringing those things back was easy because we missed it. And there, yeah. there are things. There were things we wanted to add back into our life. It was like, okay, just let's just start over. Blank canvas, right? We we are cutting out everything. But then there's certain little things where you're like, well, I actually kind of liked these pieces. I would like to add them back. You know, I want to add the podcast back in. I want to add, you know, a, a relationship with a friend. I want to add in, you know, regular phone calls with college friends or whatever that is for you. Okay. I feel like you realize those are things that did bring you joy versus things that you just are doing because you feel like you have to do them or because other people enjoy them. Like if you don't enjoy, you know, going jet skiing, I that's so random, but if you don't enjoy <laughs> and everybody else. I just got a vision of like a jet ski going across the water in my head and came, came out. If somebody else loves jet skiing and they're obsessed with it and you're supposed to go jet skiing and you're terrified or you hate it or it's not fun and it's wet and it's boring, like you don't have to like it. It's okay. Yeah. Every, every ice cream flavor is out there because somebody hates mint chocolate chip and somebody else might love it. It's just not your flavor. Um, I actually saw a reel that kind of tucked touches in that kind of subject and it was a girl I think her name is like Lauren J Nicole but she literally says that she's always pleased everybody else and nobody ever gave her that same satisfaction back so she's changing her energy which I am as well and it's more or less like what I give is what I want to be received and if it's not received, then I need to learn to cut those things out. So if I'm jam packing my calendar with a bunch of things to please everybody else, and I am not getting any. And those people don't show up for you. And yeah, you end up at a lonely birthday party. <laughs> like that right there should like open your eyes. But that also would be in your relationship. That will also be in your friendships, your jobs. That's also for you as well. If you are piling things on your plate and you're like why am I doing this like what why killing yourself just trying to yeah just stay afloat just trying to and like I know that there are a lot of different people out there but like for me I I truly enjoy organizing I do I love it it brings me peace it makes me happy but I hate cleaning so what I'll do is I'll make sure that if I am going to organize, I'll pay someone to clean the house so that I can truly enjoy organizing or else I'm cleaning. I'm upset. I've overdone it. And now I'm like sitting around with everything around me and I'm like, I don't want to do anything now. <laughs> now I just made a mess. I now I'm just stressed. <laughs> I was supposed to go into this feeling great. And now I am sitting in a large pile of mess and knickknacks and I have a shopping habit and, and now I'm just really feeling bad about myself I'm so, like all my toxic traits are coming to the surface <laughs> so it's okay to give yourself that little bit of help so that you could fully enjoy the things that you truly are meant to enjoy um, yeah and you know if your Saturday to you is that's your day to organize and that that helps you mentally reset um 
I know here my roommate likes to go on hikes and that helps her mentally reset before the week. It, it's different for everybody, but yeah. finding something that's for you and not that you're just doing it with somebody else because you feel like, oh, you should check off the, the list that you need to see this friend and you haven't seen them in a while. That's that's not really not really doing it for you. So I like that because I've learned that one, when I work, I will book up my entire calendar and never give myself any focus time. And that I noticed that a lot in my past. Um, yeah. And that's also like real life. So I've noticed that as well. So my Sundays are my focus day. I am not allowed to book anything on my Sundays anymore because it, I feel so good going into the week knowing that I went grocery shopping. I organized, I straightened things up. I prepared myself. I, whatever it may be, I went to a meditation or yoga class. I did something for myself so that I felt really good. And it's, it's my focus day for me. Um, and we, and I think also on Sundays, everyone needs to quit the Sunday scary thing. It's we, we are robbing ourselves of the joy of Monday. If we're thinking about Monday and Sunday, just let, let Sunday be just isolate it. Yeah. Take it off of Monday and drop it off and just let it sit on its own. Sunday is a full day. That's all yours. Don't, don't throw Monday in there. I also enjoy my Mondays now that I've enjoyed my Sundays. Like I would always be so terrified of that. Like, oh my God, I have so much on my plate and what am I going to do next? And how am I going to fulfill all this stuff and all this pressure? And I took all of that off and I was like, I am not doing this anymore. I can't. I mentally can't. I'm going to have a breakdown. (laughs) Because we only have so much time and and energy and and self-control and, and all, you know, we, we get like a cup of them each day and the cup slowly empties, you know, your self-control, your energy, your time, all of it. So it's like, okay, what you're doing, obviously we have to work. Bills are, you know, not optional, but outside of your job, (laughs) outside of, you know, adulting as us millennials love to call it. Um, there are, only so many hours that you have and you get to pick the people that you want to spend it with. You're an adult. You can literally eat dessert first if you want. Wouldn't recommend doing that all the time, but you you can pick who you want to spend it with and how you want to spend your time. So it's kind of nice to to look back and be like, I want to start fresh. These relationships are, I, I feel exhausted after I hang out with this person. They, they tear me down. They, you know, don't, they're very needy. They're very much takers, not givers. And I feel like they've taken from me and they tear me down and I don't have fun hanging out with them. Well, don't, you know, you don't have to make it a, you don't have to formally break up with them, but just start and it doesn't spending have to less be, time with them. It doesn't have to be this animosity or any kind of anger, or anything that goes in it. You just say, you just start building that time for yourself and you're, and you are honest and you're saying, Hey, listen, you know, unfortunately I can't make it this time. Yeah. You don't owe anybody an excuse. We're no longer in middle school and high school where we have to write a letter for anything. We're adults. I don't have to explain to you why I just don't want to leave my house today. If I don't want to yeah. leave my house. <laughs> you know? I, I just need some time tonight. It's going to be a no from me. I can't. And I shouldn't have to tell you that my calendar's book and I shouldn't have to like, you know, feel bad either. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. I've noticed that like, in like who you talk to in, in every facet makes a difference, whether it's professionally, whether it's your friend, whether it's your family member that you just really love to butt heads with. And it's inevitable. 
like even people you meet out in public, it's you're not always going to get the outcome you want if you're speaking to the wrong person. Like if you're trying to force a friendship or a relationship and you just keep butting heads, you're not going to be getting what you want. It, I last week I was at a conference for work and this is, you know, just an everyday person that was an example of me talking to the wrong person and not getting what I needed done. But I was at a conference, everybody was in suits, everybody was fancy. I, you know, splurged and I bought myself some nice business clothes, right? I am trying to dress to the nines. I went to Nordstrom, personal shopper at Nordstrom is free, just by the way, in case you didn't know, it was fantastic. Um, Jill was a gem, she helped me pick out some outfits. And so, um, but the first day, forgot my blazer, that was my own fault, but you know, whatever wardrobe issue day two, I put on my clothes, right? And I have one of those metal plastic security tags to my pants. They're on my pants. I am I am in the hotel room. It is seven in the morning. I need to be dressed and to the conference at eight. Like I don't have a lot of leeway to figure out what to do with my pants that look like I stole them from the rack. So I am Tuck now scrambling. Refund. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I, I even texted Jill and I was like, is there any way I'm watching YouTube videos, how I can take it's magnet, right? I don't have a magnet. I don't have anything to get this thing off without destroying the pants. I mean, I don't have other pants to wear and I need to wear obviously pants. Where was so, where was it? It was on the on the calf, like on my shin, on the mm. side of the calf. So I call the hotels, you know, business people in the front desk and busy, busy, called him like eight times, no answer. So I walk down in my full outfit with the tag because I need to get these things, get this thing off. And they were, I knew there was a Nordstrom across the street, a Macy's, all of those things open at 10, not going to work. So I am like, do you guys have any ideas? What can I do? How can I get this thing off? It's a magnet. I need a magnet, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, well, actually there is a target down the street. Um, and they open at seven. So maybe you could try target. Great. Thank you. Goodbye. So I'm running blazer pants, security tag, business flats, all of it. I'm running a half a mile down the street to target to, you know, I got a time crunch and I walk up. I'm like, where's your customer service stand? I need, I need help. Go to the upstairs. Um, I talked to, I think her name was Shaniqua and I asked her, how I could get the security tag off my pants. I was like, do you guys have a gun thing that you could remove it? Um, you know, I'm desperate here. I really need to get to this thing by, by eight. I have, you know, not a lot of time and I just, I really need the help. I can't go anywhere else. I don't know what else to do. And she sat there for, you know, quite a few minutes telling me why it wasn't going to work and, and why, you know, it was going to fail and why I just was not going to get what I needed. And I, you know, sat there and listened to her explain all these reasons why without her even trying. And I was very frustrated at this point. Time is ticking. So I'm like, whatever, cool. I leave, I go downstairs and there were these two young um, workers that worked at Target and they were by the cashier. And I kind of eyeballed them as I was on my way out, not really sure my plan B. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask them. I'm going to talk to these people, see, see what, see what they can do. And I told them my same story, let them know, Hey, I am desperate. I'm telling you I'm desperate. Can you help me in any way? And they were like, yeah, sure. I mean, we'll, we'll just see, hopefully it'll, it's not the same, but we can try. They stick the little magnetic gun up to the security tag pops right off. And I, in that moment was just 
I was like, wow, this is a life lesson. You know, I just recognize that by talking to the wrong person and not having any sort of, um, what is the word? I was trying to think of like, um, when you're, when you're motivated, when you're like inspired, no, like resilient, I think. What? <laughs> First of all, you said when you're motivated and I said inspired yes. and you're like, no resilient. That's, I don't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find the word. I don't think any, does that even mean the same thing? I don't When you're like dedicated to something. Mm-hmm. That's the word. That's what I was wanting. Well, I, I agree though. I think. I also think in the same sense is a lot of people waste time of arguing and building themselves and getting angry and frustrated and it changes your energy. And I think mm-hmm. you waste that energy. And I've just started to really take that positive mindset, turn things around, take whatever, listen, everybody's having a bad day. Nobody's perfect. You don't know what somebody else is battling. They always say that a bully bullies somebody else because they're being bullied at home. So, you know, I take that anger and I take it and I just, I've learned to just be like, I don't care. I don't, I, I don't need to care if this person cares about me. If I, I, I don't, if, if it's the right yeah. moment, like you said, and it's the right person, everything is very easy. It's very fluid. If you love the right person, you're being loved back. If, if you know, that friendship that you're giving, it, you get it back. Like, it's just that, that whole circle and it's and you just have to keep going sometimes it's like they say the starbucks the guy that started starbucks he had to go through however many banks to get a loan before he finally was given a loan and it it was some sort of obscene number but he was resilient enough to keep going and then he was able to get the loan and look at starbucks now i mean if he would have stopped at bank number one or two then yeah we wouldn't have Starbucks today. Nobody would have their Did mocha, you, frappa, whatevers. Where do you, okay, so we're going to kind of shift a little bit in this moment, still talking about changes. But when we, when I find myself in getting depressed, getting sad, because I'm in an un- unhappy situation, whether it's a relationship or whatever it may be, I start seeing signals. Um, for me, patterns. I see patterns. I, bite my nails way more. I gain more weight. I eat your organization that you love so much. Uh-huh. It starts cluttering around me and my surroundings. Um, and I little by little start losing myself and clearly my appearance as well. Cause <laughs> that's the first thing that goes. I just no longer care what I look like. <laughs> just like a little gremlin. Like coming I'm done. Out. I, <laughs> Oh, natural. What do you think is like your cycles where you start? Because when I see those cycles and I start realizing that, I will evaluate my situations and say, okay, where am I unhappy? Am I just not yeah. realizing it? Because your sub- subconscious really, really emphasizes sometimes and you don't even realize it. And you're like, no, I'm living a great life. Everything's perfect. And you're like, okay, well, why am I like this then? What are your, yeah. what are your habits that one, you break when you start a new beginning, but that you also feel that like, oh, I've noticed that this is happening. So something's not right. Yeah. And it's, it's funny too, because sometimes it might be like my patterns might not come at the same timing. Like it's not like I get it once a year, but I, 
I did notice like, kind of like we were talking about before was, okay, I feel like I was just in this rut, in this cycle. I needed something new. I needed a beginning, a fresh start. And, you know, if you just continue on this wheel and this cycle, then you're never going to change anything and you're going to be frustrated and maybe feel like a shell of yourself like I did, or like Sam, maybe feel like you're down on yourself and you're beating yourself up and you're frustrated and you don't really know how to change it. But I know, obviously, even after I had made all the changes to to move out here and and be in a different place. And, and I've, I felt myself so much happier in this release. Um, but even things like my phone, right? My phone becomes, and they're very addictive. Like it is naturally just an addictive thing, but seeing something like, okay, I'm spending so much time and I'm hyper-focusing on one thing and then it becomes unhealthy. Like I don't like to do things at 10 miles per hour. I like to do them at a hundred. So for example, I was on my phone too much. I was like, you know what? I'm going to delete Instagram. I'm done with it. I'm going to delete it for a little while. And I obviously needed to interrupt my habit of being on my phone, being on Instagram all Detox. the time or like checking it during the workday since I work from home. Um, so I'm like, okay, let me change something drastically. I am deleting it. But I also kind of need to fill that void with something healthy because if I just delete it, then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? So I substituted it with reading. I downloaded Goodreads. I'm, you know, trying to read more books. And um, obviously I like to do things full force. So I started staying up too late and reading books till like two in the morning, but they're really good books. <laughs> um, so maybe don't do as I do. Grace doesn't have but... that addictive personality. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, so I do think it was, it, it is good though to, to find some sort of pattern interrupt with whatever you're doing. So especially when you start to see those patterns. So maybe if it's a small tweak, like say that you, you know, it's, it's three o'clock and you're itching because you normally have a coffee at three. Okay. Maybe you take a walk at three instead because it's three o'clock. You're sitting there, you're going to be thinking about coffee, but you got to do something about it. Or maybe you have a square of chocolate because it's sugary and it gives you a little rush, but you don't want to have the caffeine you have too much. I don't know. Maybe you um, interrupt your, it's just getting a new perspective on something, right? Like if you're driving home from work the same exact day that you've driven home from work every, every day for five years, maybe take a new way home and maybe just, you know, take give yourself a route. refresher and yeah, new route. Maybe um, use, do something at a different time or a different location or with different people. If you've only ever, um, you know, traveled with one person and never with a different group, try changing that up and maybe seeing how that opens your eyes. And um, you can gain a new perspective by just making small tweaks. So it doesn't have to be anything big, like, you know, deleting the app off my phone was not a huge, huge deal. I can re always re-download it, but, but it's was something it successful? that- How long interrupts. did you do it for? So I did it for over a month um, and it was really successful. The one thing I will say was that I removed the app without deleting it. So when you pull down the search bar on your iPhone and you search for an app, it's still there. And I had used it at one point because I was expecting a message from someone. And so I knew it and I would just occasionally check the messages. And I was pretty consistent about just checking the messages and leaving the app. And then after a while, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, done with this, but I've kept the other thing, which is reading. So I've introduced a new habit, even if I may have picked up an old, not as great. When habit. you are reading, are you reading self-help, um, anything to benefit your career path or just, I, I like to say mindless 
but it's not, I mean, reading is not mindless, but like just love and whatever it may be, like fiction. What is your go-to? I honestly, I love the self-help books. I don't know why they just, they, I also feel like the self-help books are nice because they're not like a page turner where you just are hanging on the edge of your seat because the story encaptures an audience so easily, movies and stories and, you know, you'll notice yourself all wrapped up into some article because it had an interesting story or even the news is always a story, right? But the self-help books are nice because you can read them at a comfortable pace and not feel like you have to stay up late reading them. Yeah. Um, and Even also they're just... staying up till 2 a.m. <laughs> no, but I did read, I read and I started and finished an over 400 page book. I was kind of proud of myself, even though it was a little extreme. I started reading at like 8 p.m. So I finished 400 pages by like one in the morning, 1.15 or so. I cranked through that book. What book was I was that? like, um, Colleen Hoover, it calls, it, it calls, it's called dyslexia. It ends with us, um, which was actually a recommendation from a friend, but it was a romance novel, but it also had a different underlying story weaved into it. Um, not normally a romance novel gal, but it was a great one. Would recommend it. But I think a murder mystery, I like the business books too. I feel like it's good to rotate between the genres. You sometimes get to, you got to cleanse your palate of whatever you've been reading too much of. I love that. I am starting The Husband's Secret. Oh, mm -hmm. there's one called the, My Seven Husbands or something. Have you seen that? That one is supposed to be. No, be I think I, I had bought The Husband's Secret a long time ago. See, I like to buy books and then fantasize that I'll actually read it one day um, because once I get hooked I will get hooked but it takes me a while mm -hmm. to get hooked so a lot of books will just sit there um, and I I feel you I you know I was looking at uh, Reese Witherspoon's coming up movies and things like that and the husband's secret was on it and that she's going to be doing a movie based upon the book Ooh. and I was like oh now is my excuse to read the book Nice. I love um, that. And then I love the Bridgington seasons on Netflix. Ooh. And they are based upon books and each book is based upon a character. So I've been um, purchasing those books Refreshing. so that I can read it nice. ahead of time. Especially nice. after you watch the whole entire season, you're like, what's going to happen next? And you're like, wait, I know. <laughs> I could do this. Juicy. The book. <laughs> and you also know what's going on in their heads too, because you've read the book and the book obviously has so much more detail. Yeah. But going back to the point, just being able to, so reading was a substitute or, you know, something positive in this case. But if you're, if you're having a bad cycle of something like, for example, you know, not necessarily a cycle, but Sam and I were kind of in this pattern or stuck right. in this cycle, if you will, of just trying to, trying to get a grip on our, our shit. <laughs> excuse my French <laughs> um but we we both recognize that you know what we are figuring out what we need right now we're, we're kind of in this rut we're just in this cycle and we're trying to get ourselves out of it and we're trying to make a change and we're trying to make things better but sometimes it's hard so you do have to be gracious with yourself and know that it might take some time to break a pattern or break a cycle but you can't just do the same thing and expect different results. You have you have to interrupt the pattern somehow. And you might need help. That's okay. But 
we both had to take a break from doing something like the podcast, which we both love to do, but it just wasn't, it wasn't something that we were, we were able to do when we were in a pattern of, of things that were just not, not necessarily going our way. And we needed to figure out what, what made sense to us. Um, and that's okay. Yep. I mean, we took a little break, which might've been a little bit longer than we had planned, but for sure, but now we're back and we came back with so many ideas, so many stories, so many experiences, and that also got our juices flowing. And it, you also get excited about something. Um, so if you take a break from something and then go back into it, you know, it excites you. I mean, you used to walk all the time and then you stopped walking because you were so stressed out and the things, and now you moved somewhere where you take beautiful hikes on a weekly basis and you, you found it, like you took that break. Um, but you, you, you did it. And for me, like I inserted like, okay, I was living a little bit unhealthier because of the way I was eating because of how I was upset. And now I've inserted working out and taking classes and trying something new to, you know, fill up those kinds of little voids that you might get when you do remove something from your life. Um, yeah. so, and then I will say too, I used to write so much poetry and for me, I'm very dark, twisted, um, poetry and, and beautiful all in the same kind of voice. Um, and I can never write poetry when I'm in those moments, but the minute I come out, I can write a book. It's amazing. I can write I a book that. of how many days just come out, just flowing. And you're like, oh my God. And yeah, I never take those experiences, whether bad or whether, you know, whatever it was. It sucks that those things are the, fir the first things to go are usually the things that make us the calmest or the happiest, mm -hmm. whether it's exercise or something creative, like some sort of outlet. And we just shut down and then we, we you know, forget about them or we put them on hold, which, you know, it makes sense because you might not have the capacity to do it. But even like our podcast, it was like, okay, maybe, maybe some might be like, oh, well, you know, we failed because we didn't do it biweekly on schedule for the last few months. But you know what, that's okay. Life happens. And rather than being like, we're throwing in the towel, we're giving up. We're like, you know what, it's, it's fine. We've we are cutting ourselves a break. We are giving ourselves a new beginning and we are going to start back stronger than we were before and make it even better. And even if it took, you know, a couple months, it's better to return to something we love than never quitting just because it's not perfect. And it wasn't exactly what it, we had it, not exactly what it was supposed to be, right? Like we'll just grow and improve and it doesn't have to be perfect. Just start over. It's yours. Expect that it won't be perfect. Yeah. It's yours. Make it yours. There's no need for perfection on anything. It's yours. It's unique. It's individual. And and that's what probably makes you love it, right? That's why we love it because it's ours. We oh, yeah. put our blood, sweat, and tears into it. And, and then we took a pause. And now we're about to put our blood, sweat, tears back into it because it makes us happy. And it's a different Absolutely. mindset. It's a different mindset. It's a different um, outlook. It's different everything. So it, it creates, you know, this view of things in a in a new way, in a new beginning, and in a positive way. Fresh start. I know. And I think 
we can probably um, wrap up here in a second, but just, I think some, some tips too for, for those new beginnings. And maybe, you know, like we said, sometimes the pain of changing has to be greater than the pain of staying the same. And maybe you have something on your horizon that you're, you're wanting to change, you're wanting to start over. And it's okay if you're not ready, you might not be ready for it yet. The, the cards sometimes have to align in other ways that are not in our control, but setting a goal and writing it in paper, maybe sharing it with a friend or a close, you know, family member and, and putting it in writing because you will never be in this headspace ever again, where these exact circumstances around you and the things that you are feeling right now, they might change and maybe you'll forget about the bad stuff or even the good stuff. So write it down. And then when you go and you start making baby steps towards that goal, you can look back and realize, wow, I've actually accomplished a lot. And it'll just help you in setting further goals and creating new beginnings. And with each goal you set, you strive for then a bigger goal after that. So writing it down, putting it to paper. I do um, vision boards. I love my vision boards. Oh, yeah. So you could do them digitally. I tend to be very crafty and I like to do it like, you know, old school kindergarten, <laughs> but sometimes visual, yeah, visualizing those goals and putting yourself in those positions will really give you that opportunity to, to almost like see like the end of the tunnel without having like seeing that light, um, even though you can't physically see it because it is something that, you know, might be too far away, but you're like, what? <laughs> That's where I came I'm from. pretty cool. I did I'm some I did some cool awesome. shit. <laughs> I'm a badass bitch. And bitch it's and like our brain it. has this, um, Mel talks about it. It's called the RAS, R-A-S, but it's like a little filter. So like, you know how Instagram has your filters on your pictures? You have a filter on your brain. So we're all seeing the same picture, but it looks a little different to everybody. And sometimes you need just a shift in that filter because... We, if we're constantly focused, right, if we're unemployed, unemployed, and we, and I don't know what Sam's doing to her face right now, (laughs) but if you're unemployed and you're like, I can't get a job, I can't get a job, nobody wants me, I'm a failure, nobody loves me, yada, yada, then that's all you're going to see is the negative versus like, wow, I was able to polish my resume, I was able to make five new connections, I met a recruiter, I've done all these things. I'm working towards a goal. And I'm also making myself a better person in the meantime, so that when I get that job, I am an amazing employee. I'm learning along the way. So sometimes it just needs a shift in your perspective. Um, but set those set those goals, baby. Smart goals. Um, so what I was doing while you were talking. Yeah, what was was that a bobby pin? Okay, <laughs> yes. So I guys, everybody does it, so don't judge. I saw this on TikTok. And they were saying that if your third eye has high energy and is active, it acts like a magnetic. Do you have a bobby pin? I want to see. It It, it stayed. You saw it. It just stayed there. Look. I don't, Hello. I don't have a weird. It's really. That's weird. Is that it might not... be a little, My forehead <laughs> might be a little greasy, so it might just slide right off. That was weird. It stayed. <laughs> And it did stay for like a hot minute. I don't think it wasn't like anything. I, was, I could take a screenshot. Wait, that's like a little heavy, but <laughs> there's you don't the bottom have of anything. The scissors. I don't have any other metal. You don't have a bobby pin. Not. It's it's a bit of a walk to a, get me a bobby pin. Oh, I always keep a bobby pin close. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know when a hair might fall you out. Never of your know ponytail. when you're gonna need bobby. 
It's a stray, just a stray hair. I was going to take one out and be like, do you want one? Here, you use it. Oh, thank you. That's so generous of you. But the Zoom stream. Yeah. So the reason why I saw it and that it brought it up is when you were talking about it and how you're changing your mindset and you're changing your energy. When your energy's down, your third eye is not active. So, but yeah. So that's where maybe you, you guys can try this at home. I yeah. know they normally say don't try this at home, but try it at home. Check yourself. Smaller metals. Place Please a bobby pin put a in between your forehead. eyebrows. <laughs> it was a good TikTok. I laughed at it because the girl did it. And <laughs> she, it, it, she was like putting the scissors like you did on her forehead and everything was dropping. And I was like, well, That's no sick. one's going to know. We'll find out. <laughs> we don't know if you have a third eye. Um, I'm not sure. So Can't be certain. Challenge yourself. Challenge. We challenge everybody out there to try something new. A new beginning. Figure out sort. what those those cycles are those bad habits and try something get into a new beginning a new beginning could be reading like mine was a new beginning could be moving across the country it could be a new job it could be making a new recipe i don't know it could be anything but trying to break break a cycle and just try something a little bit different and gain a new perspective because it really could open your eyes to something brand new you always, I feel like Very empowering. I feel like when you do one thing, you're like, ooh, I want to do more. <laughs> I took a new okay, I took a just a final share. And obviously <laughs> I always talk about food and groceries and it's probably very annoying which is but ironic I, because I'm the fat one here but go on <laughs> no you're not anyways um I had gone to a, a bar class right and I almost took a different way home that my map would have said but I was like oh I, I, I felt this inner urge which sometimes you need to listen to to turn down this one street so I turned down the street and there was a little sign outside and it had a farmer's market every every Saturday and Sunday from eight to one that's like a pretty easy to get to time frame, and it's a second from my house and this guy has this beautiful garden he is a retired nurse he's got chickens he's got flowers he has greenhouses he has you name it he's got it and he let me walk through the garden all around his house and he was like yeah there's raspberries you know take a few take a bite off the bush like have a snack just make yourself at home super nice guy and I, you know, bought a couple of things from him and I've gone back to that farmer's market so many times. And every time I'm there, he's, he's given me stuff on the house. He's given me stuff for free more than once, just being like, oh, I, I appreciate you being a good customer. And he has amazing stuff. And I am like, if I never turned down that street, just because my, my little intuition told me to, I would have never found this new, new beginning, new habit of going to this thing that makes me really happy and you know, I come home with my load and I'm just really excited about it. So cheesy example, but sometimes you just have to do something a little different and gain a new, new perspective. I can't get over your verbiage. Came home with a new load. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to recover from that, but (laughs) you know, some words just stick with you and you were just like going into flow and you're like, I came home with my new load. And I'm like, um, I think I would have chose a different word. <laughs> that hall mm, is like loose <laughs> Here we're gonna talk so much more. Um, we're not gonna say that we're gonna come in two weeks. We're not gonna say it's gonna be a week. You might get an entire month of content. We don't even know. We're gonna leave it as a mystery. But you could get five podcasts in a week. Yeah, if we, you're lucky. We might get really Obviously. excited and just keep going. Um, what I will say is though, keep looking 
keep searching, keep an eye out, share it with a friend, listen in, tune in because we have so much more. Let to us know to if there's any topics that you would like us to cover and yeah. we will definitely be glad to cover them. What are we going to, what's our next one though? We do know what our next episode is going to be. Oh yeah. We are talking weddings. This is, this is a topic Wait, is that it has been girl code. We're going to plot twist. We're not going to tell you which one comes first. You Ooh, have to wait. And find what if out. we take a poll and see which one they want first? We could also do that. Yeah. Do you want to hear about girl codes? And do you, for guys that are listening, know what a girl code is? Um, And the second one is we've been to a ton of weddings, been in them, had them. It it's we have so many stories. But we're not just going to talk to you about weddings, right? Like you've probably been to a bunch of them. We are talking the things we are including bachelorettes into this small portion it might be a long one we're gonna have to really dial in what Dirty we want to talk secret. about because there's so much to talk about <laughs> and some of the things that people don't tell you right when they ask you to be in their wedding or when you show up to a wedding or you get to a wedding with different traditions or there are certain etiquette expectations and you're like what in the actual hell is this oh yeah so we're gonna debunk some um secrets and mm-hmm fun things all about weddings so it'll be a juicy one it's not just oh yeah do you like flowers do you like the table settings no no no. we're not talking about planning (laughs) we're talking about bridezillas we're talking about disastrous nights at bachelorette parties we're talking about how your bank account really hurts (laughs) yeah it doesn't exist anymore after that but dwindles whether you're the bride or who you want whether you're the guest or the bride there's no benefit of that. So we're it's a it's a juicy topic. Um just like our girl, girl code. So we'll put up a poll, we'll put it up on Instagram, follow us, like us, subscribe us, um, listen in, and we will oh, see yeah. which one you guys want to listen to. You're listening to LMBD Radio Podcast. Let me break down with Grace and Sam. And beautiful. And we'll catch you guys next time because it's not going to be five months from now. May not be next week, but can promise you it won't be five months. So stay tuned. Did you freeze? (laughs) Were you? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say something. That was my. That was my outro. (laughs) I thought you. It's like people do on Zoom, like Zoom classes or work calls, and you're like, I think I'm losing connection. Like when you don't want to be on the call with somebody. (laughs) You're like, it's breaking up. Gotta go. Bye. Um, Perfect.